Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. All right, it's that time. Wake up, everybody. Rise and shine. Yes, it is that time to get out that bed. So for all you that are struggling, time to wake up, sleepyhead. It's a good day. It's a glorious morning. If yesterday, listen, if yesterday was a bit dark and gloomy, then know that today God is thinking of you, truly. Yesterday is gone and passed away, but today marks a brand new day. With that being said, it is a beautiful day in God's neighborhood. That makes today a brighter Friday. day. This is Prophet J. Prophet is feet. This is brighter day in the morning. All right, I'm just one half. Not good playing solo, but together we make a dynamic duo. Like two peas in a pod, not twins, more like twix. We give you something sweet, but with some real substance in the mix. That means you have to chew on what you've heard and what you've learned. Always Christ's perspective, and we apply it with the word. Listen, it's our heart's desire to be a voice to provoke and inspire, but the cause and awakening in you is our greatest desire. This is inspirational360radio.com, home of inspiration, motivation, and transformation. One more time. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's wake yourself on up. Come on. I struggle to wake up myself today. I, I, I can't even tell you a lie. I'm going to keep it real, keep it 100, and I'm transparent. This was a tough morning to wake up. I didn't have much sleep, but guess what? I'm wide awake. I'm feeling good. It's a brighter day. And on this end where we are, Waldorf, Merlin, it is raining outside. And it look a bit dark and gloomy, but it don't matter because it's still a bright day. It's a day that the Lord has made, a new yes. day that we are wide awake and yeah. we're living and we're breathing. This COVID-19 ain't take us out and it's not going to take us out. So wake yourself on up. Wake it's up. a good wake day. Up. It's wake a up. good day. Wake up. Happy. Come on, baby. Sing. I never knew I feel so secure because of your love. Come on, we gotta sing a brighter day. It's a brighter day, baby. Even with your voice all hoarse and everything, you gotta, you gotta wake these people up. We gotta wake up, work. Come yeah, that, on, that, that's brighter gonna wake day, them up brighter for real. Day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, a brighter day. Come on, brighter day, brighter day, a brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, a brighter day. You want to hear my soprano voice, babe? I don't want to hear it, babe. No. <laughs> but, but, but I know you're going to do it anyway. It's okay. Hey, yeah. Last week you talked about removing all that fear. So I'm walking by faith right now, honey. Although I feel all the, I feel all the music contracts coming in right now. What you think? I, I don't see one coming in. <laughs> I don't think one is coming in. <laughs> Uh, Listen, it's a good day. It's a great day. It's a great day. And I'm going to go back to it. It's Monday morning. Monday morning is typically, and even though we're shut down, but typically it's after the weekend is over, that Monday morning waking up, it's the time when you just really want to sit in the bed. Stay in the bed. You want to hit that snooze button. Listen, this morning, I said to my wife. Nobody can see this morning. We got a hot topic this morning. It's a hot topic. But let me tell you something. I struggled to get out out the bed this morning. I did. And when I looked at the time, I said, oh, my goodness. I had to jump up, get myself ready so we can get down here and get to this booth and get in the studio just to have a great show today. So, listen, I, I pray to God that you guys are wide awake. And if you're struggling, go ahead and wash your face. Go ahead and wipe your face off. Go ahead and it's shake yourself wake off. Up, it's time y'all. to wake up. You can't. You don't want to miss this morning. So, and, and I trust that yesterday you had a phenomenal resurrection, resurrection service. Or oh, if you was one Give that made it, it in the yeah, service, I pray to God that you had a good time. Jesus is yes. alive. He's not dead. Hallelujah. He's alive. He is risen. Yes. 
It's and a we reason. have life. Yes, that's why I'm, I'm excited. If nothing else, you know, my husband reminded me yesterday when the enemy sometimes come in like a flood. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord lift up a standard yes. against them. And so what we fail to realize, sometimes we can get so religious and so churchy that we don't even realize you know, God has given us power over all the power of the enemy. But at the same time, the enemy still try to show his ugly head. Right. But my husband, as amazing he is, he reminded me yesterday, man, whatever the enemy is trying this morning, we're going to press through it because guess what? Jesus is risen. And if he had gone through all that he's gone through, guess what? We can go through it, too. So that was an inspiration for me, honey, yesterday, yeah. just to push me uh, to keep focus, you know, because isn't that the truth? A lot of times um, we could get so you know get caught up in you know as if you know things don't happen like yeah. people get sick still stuff still things are still happening Absolutely. even on resurrection sunday but because we know that he rose again uh we can keep pressing forward we can keep you know pushing through and god is god is faithful and god is good so we want to encourage anybody out there remember uh yesterday was resurrection sunday and because he lived we can face tomorrow amen so whatever happened yesterday man throwing it out the window don't even get caught up in that don't even get caught up in anything uh that have happened uh yesterday and stay focused that's what that's kind of my on. new motto now every day is a new day every um day. yeah every day is a new day we gotta like really stop looking in the past and and you can't do nothing about what happened yesterday but we can do something about today and so today we're gonna do something fun we're gonna do something yeah. great we're gonna have a wonderful time but as always we know jesus christ is the lord of our life and yes. we can't do nothing what I first started yeah. with what prayer, prayer. hallelujah it's a prophet then no, this morning do me a favor I want you to pray today. you want me to pray Amen. this morning all right. come on all right, well, we want to go before the throne of grace before we want the Holy Spirit to have his way on this show and we want people's life to be changed and we want his name to be glorified above all things, beyond anything and without a shadow of a doubt, his name. Uh, I think Prophet said it last week, make Jesus popular again. So this is our job is to make Jesus known, make his name popular in the earth. So we are going to start out inviting the presence of the holy spirit to be here with us so that your life will be forever changed because we know it's not by might nor by power yes. but it's by the spirit of the living god and when he you feeling weak he knows a way how to uh increase you to make you uh come alive again and so we're speaking life to you this morning we're speaking resurrection power to all that is out there this morning that know that because he has risen you can live again so father god in the name of jesus father Amen. we do nothing without yes. you we love you we honor you we bless you we magnify you we give your name the praise and the honor and the glory that is due your name father we welcome you this morning oh god on this inspirational 360 radio program the brighter day morning show with prophet jay and myself father we thank you for every yes. opportunity and we thank you for every listener out there god that have given ears to us god we pray oh god that their life will never be the same again we pray today god and even as we tackle and we get into relationships oh god that father you will use us as your vessel as your instrument in the earth to make a supernatural difference in their life father rejuvenate re uh, encourage god change strength oh god mature god uh, uh, let the love of jesus christ begin to flow even through the airwaves oh god that it will impact somebody's heart in the name of jesus father whatever you want to do this is your program this is your show and father we dedicate it over to you and we ask that you will move supernaturally on behalf of everyone that is listening oh god father 
Father, let healing, let deliverance, let strength, let breakthrough take place like never before. Let them experience your love and your joy and your power in this time and this hour. For Father God, we know that all things work together for our good. And you said to be anxious for nothing but with everything with prayer. And so, Father, we pray this morning for a supernatural move of God. We pray, oh God, that the revival power of Jesus Christ, the resurrection power, will be made throughout all the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, with thanksgiving in our heart, oh God, we count today a blessed yes. day Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It is a brighter day. Yes. And people are going Hallelujah. to experience your love and your power like never before in the name of Jesus Christ. So with joy and excitement in our heart, Hallelujah. if you are in agreement with us with this prayer, if you are ready yes. to experience something new in your life, something life-changing, you may shed a tears, you may uh, uh, laugh or a smile, whatever it is, the Spirit of the Lord will visit you today on this radio program. And we're believing without a shadow of a doubt, your life will forever never be the same again. Yes. And you will experience change in your life. In hallelujah. Jesus' name I pray. Amen hallelujah. and amen. Come on. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, somebody out there. Let me hear you say, let me hear it, re hear it resonate in the atmosphere. Somebody in your cars, in your home, in your bed, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, because the day is a good day. Every day is a good day. Every morning is a new morning. His mercy is new every morning. Every day is a good day. In the dark and the gloominess of a rainy day, it's still a good day because every day is a brighter day. Come on, this is Brighter Day in the Morning with your host. I'm Prophet J. Prophet is And this is Brighter Day in the Morning. And I'm feeling that song right now. He won't let us go. Come on. Me go. It's a good day. Me go. Yes. It's a good play there, honey. When I'm ready to give up, Lord, you won't. You better let hit that me. note. <laughs> Lord, you give. Oh, me shit, I said you better not hit that note. Holding me. Mm. Come on. When I'm ready to give up, Man, you should give some. You should give some like a uh, coaching voice lesson. Yes, we. Why the first coaching want? lesson can be right here next <laughs> to my wife. Did y'all hear her get ready to start cracking? It's okay. Believe it or not, but 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 my wife can write some songs and she can she can hold a tune. But when she get happy, you start hearing that vibrato start shaking in that voice. Yeah, I'm like, what is that? What is a vibrato? Vibrato. Yeah, see, yeah that's I, another I lesson for know. that. So listen, we're gonna start off with what we like to talk about, and this is when we call at the top of the show hot tops. Hot Tops is where it are the hot topics that's going on in the world, whether it's CNN on Google or, or in uh, uh, in the news. And so we like to talk about that and see yeah. what's going on in the, the world, world yeah. the trending topics. And even in your world. Yeah, even in your world. And it's some, it's some things that are really trending at the moment. And it always leads to a question. So, Providence, I would, I would love to hear what you have. Well, today's hot topic, you know, what's so funny about this, Prophet, like since this whole pandemic started, I realize I believe God give everyone a portion or a different burden to carry, um, even in prayer. And sometimes uh, we can think that we all have the answers, but I know God will place on different individuals. Because if you look at the world at large or even in your own life or community, uh, there's so many situations. Right. And God is so um wise in all his ways he's wiser than all of us uh, but i believe he would put burden on each individual heart um to carry a specific burden in prayer and so um, i realized during this uh pandemic every time i would go in prayer the three things that the lord would place on my heart 
um, concerning even this um, pandemic that we're in is to pray for um, the abortions that's happening in the land. Um, and the other thing he put on my heart to pray for, um, those that are unsafe within their own homes. And yeah. um, that goes back to even relationships. So um, he, he spoke to me and my spirit to pray for those that are um, in unsafe home, meaning that either they're being abused physically, verbally, and even children being abused. But this week, our, hot, our, our topic or for the week, we'll be talking about relationship. Um, so we want to zone in on our relationship concerning to those um, right now, the hot topic that are unsafe in their home. And so we see out there, even the New York Times, and we're thinking a lot of times we relate to domestic violence within our own country and in our own wow. region uh, but now they're saying domestic violent crisis um, worldwide has increased mm. even in china mm. jesus it, it, it's serious and in some of these aren't they're married couple i mean they had a story on here a young couple i believe was like 26 and so they found a way to communicate with these um uh and it seemed like most of them are female unfortunately which we know it goes both with both ways but i believe the majority are females uh, where they come up with some kind of way to uh, dialogue with them even on whatsapp to find out what's going on with them but they have to um secretly do it because if their husband can't you know can't find out what they're doing and so they have to like do these secret ways to get information and this uh, young lady i believe she was 26 and she mentioned that she um you know now you're confined in your home with the person that's your abuser and mm. even though you're married it's supposed to be a life partner and she mentioned that um you know she's been in this abusive relationship for uh, since they've been married, I believe like six years, but she began to say that um, she was holding her baby, which m might have been 11 months or so, in her hand. And the, the husband began to hit her, I believe, with the high chair. And so she remember almost blacking out, falling on the floor, but she still had the baby in her hand. And so she said this has been going on for six years. So here, here, here's the hot topic. I mean, that's a hot topic and a thing to, for all of us to be prayerful about. And I even want to make sure those listeners that are out there, and we understand that this thing hit everybody, every nationality, um, every religion. So you could be a Christian and still going through domestic violence. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. So this is not to say that we're exempt from it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because um, that spirit of anger, mm -hmm. that spirit of rage. And yeah. we go back to, again to say the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And what's causing that individual to act in such a manner mm. that they will physically hurt you and have no remorse for it or whatever may be going through. So we know that there are different, so many different dynamics to it, but we're going to hit on that topic, but then go through a lot of stuff concerning relationship. But here's the, the first question, I guess I'll ask you, honey, um, you know, how do you, you think about a relationship where some people are saying it was happening from day one, yet still they marry the person. Mm. So the signs were there sometime, maybe we should talk about this, even in this, that let's talk about the signs that we sometimes ignore when we get in relationship, the signs that are there, um, whether it's violence, whether it's a cheat, whatever. I feel like a lot of times signs are always presented to us Absolutely. and we try to ignore it. Uh, but before we jump in, I just want to say, um, 
even in all of this, there are people out there that are helping or who have been through domestic violence situation, whether they're celebrity, those people that have money that I do see putting money together to try to help those that are um, going through a hard time. I saw Rihanna, one of them, I guess, who experienced domestic violence and put in like two million or so helping uh, domestic uh, violence uh, people in Los Angeles and a couple of other celebrities. So they are those that have experienced domestic violence or have a compassion for those people mm -hmm. that are funding a program to help them during this time of uh, with the coronavirus because they do see an increase. They yeah. said the call lines are going ballistic mm -hmm. when it comes to domestic violence. But let's go back and talk about this, honey. The signs, because before, I, I believe a lot of you all out there, you might be single, you might be dating. Um, some of you might already marry the person, but let's just go back for all of us, whether you're married or you're single, the signs that sometimes we ignore. The signs before marriage. The signs before yeah, marriage. Okay. That's good about that, yeah. that in the book, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds real good. It sounds good. Well, what, what do you have to say about that, honey? Okay, well, I'll, I, let's start it like this. Okay, the first thing I'll say, there's a, a age-old cliche that we've heard for many years, and that is love is blind. And I'm pretty sure we've all heard that. And so when I say that, Love is blind because you know why? There are things that sometimes we see in the name of love, but we will see right past it. Meaning that when we see it, we'll look over it. And even though we see those signs, we don't want to admit some things. So perhaps in a relationship before you get married, you're already experiencing getting shoved or, or, or getting yelled at or, or verbal abuse or being called out of your name. And so you see that you see those signs. You can see the aggression before the day you say I do. But you see some things. But many times yeah, and I'm not yeah. saying this for all because people are, are, are so easily offended. But typically uh, uh, we can look past some things that we see. It's, it's you, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder can see some things with their eyes, but we won't admit some things. So if there is an anger problem, you see that anger before marriage. If there is a problem where someone is bad with their finances, you typically see that before marriage. There's a problem where 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 someone always has to have the last word before marriage. It's going to happen. If somebody has a problem with infidelity before marriage, it's a problem. And unless God comes in and delivers somebody and heals somebody and God deals with that thing, this person will deal with this particular issue for years and years and years to come. And you might have to eventually go through that hell and it'll be called marriage. And so with this, with what you're saying even yeah. now, it is, it's, and I'm going to come back to love is blind, but what's happening wow. now for the families and the husbands and wives, especially during the time of, of the quarantine and the shutdown, we're having everyday quarantine quarrels. Everyday quarantine quarrels. That's true, baby. Before you go back, because I see somebody just saying, yeah, the signs, because we, I think we really need hit on that. I'm, what, what, what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. And so, okay, I, well, let me say this, and I'm going to go back to that. That's the prerequisite. I mean, it before is. you even get into marriage. Like, it, okay, you're right. So let me say this. And the acknowledging that we the signs were there, so we can't always blame everybody. Listen, I, I, but I still believe this. When, when some people will say, what are the signs? You can see the signs. Many times we will push past it. Just like when the Spirit of the Lord might whisper something, don't go to that man house, don't go to that girl house, and we'll push right past it just to get what we want. And many times, some of us, for the sake of wanting to be married, will push past what we do see. If that man, let's just say this, and I'm not just 
coming down on the men because I'm going to say it on the women first. But typically, if you don't understand this, I always say this. I got to talk about the men first because then you get the, you get the, the support of the women. Because once I start saying something about a bad man, the women are like, yeah, come on, tell the truth. You better preach to God. You telling the truth. <laughs> and now then I can say, oh, 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 now let's bring it back to you, young ladies. So I'm going to start with the men. If you see a man is abusive, if you see he calls you out your name, this man is calling you all kind of bees before you get married. If he's pushing you in your head, if he's pushing you in your arm, if he's, if he's abusing you, if he's hitting you, even if it's not to that level of extreme. Many times if you see pretty much uh, uh, abusive men typically are very controlling, very controlling. They're very sensitive. They're easily offended. They're always defensive. And, and, it's, and let me say this. And so if you see certain signs, it's not saying uh, uh, most men, all men have a level of dignity. Some will call it pride, but it, not in an arrogant manner, but all men have a level of dignity. So what you have to realize is that many times, many men, they'll feel uh, a certain way if somebody makes them feel a bit emasculated or castrated. But it's normal for a man to have this level of dignity, but there's a different level. It's to the extreme when it becomes controlling yeah when a man is controlling he wants to control um i don't like that take that off put this on yeah no, go make this yeah. i don't like this how many when, of us yeah when you see that wow. in the beginning stages you see a level of control wow. that's not normal when you see a level of control a that's level of abnormal rage too. a level of rage yes a, a, a controlling man, guy pay attention yes you gotta pay please. attention to it you have to pay attention yeah, to it don't ignore it i'm telling you um I don't ignore it. And also, you know, the funny thing is when when even as Christians and I can share my own testimony because, you know, we're transparent here because God has redeemed us. Let's say that. Amen. So this going to be the, the most honest, real talk show. No sugarcoating and, and no fronting behind the scene either. What we live is what we preach. Um, but the truth is, you know, I remember um, when I was dating back in the days, um, especially, you know, I remember one time just. You know, you have that, what you call intuition. Yeah. Somebody, something ain't right, something ain't right. Um, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Mm, and then on. you Oh, I know what's for this. Yeah, but then you also have a, a master manipulator. Mm, a lot of time on. we date master manipulators yeah. that uh, make us believe that you're not seeing yes. what you're seeing. Like come a magician. On. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that They'll say, you're like, I saw, I, no, you didn't. I was here, yeah, you know. And I'm going to let you finish. You have to hear this is a story. For all stories. I have stories, but this is a story. But let me say this. Sometimes that controlling person, after they abuse you, you ever see when someone abuses a dog constantly, and then the next day when they feel like showing the dog love, they're cuddling the dog. So then it, it, it produces something in the dog. The dog is like walking on eggshells. Don't know if this is the day I'm going to get beat or if this is the day you're going to show me love. And so let me say that oftentimes a controlling person and an abusive person, they can be so abusive, and then in the same hour or the same three hours later, they'll say, uh, what's wrong it's okay and say I i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and then they show the love and then they start cuddling and showing all the love and then it's like go, you bounce right back into the same cycle and it becomes an abusive cycle because the cycle you go through abuse is not always physical mental uh, uh verbal emotional and then it's like it's a roller coaster if it's, it's an up and down and you're dancing on the strings of the puppet master and so i, I want you to hear this story this story uh, uh uh you have to pay attention and listen to this story i want you to share that which one i got so no, many i want you to share the one because this was a master manipulator <laughs> Let me tell you something. Master <laughs> manipulate. You know, sometimes when you're, it's like seeing a child don't eat no cookies before dinner. I said, don't eat cookies before dinner. And then when I walk out of the room, I come back in and I see my son with his hand in the cookie jar and I look at him. I, I said, Josh, what are you doing? He said, um, 
and he just makes up some, just if he makes up something else oh dad i was just checking to make sure the cookies had enough enough uh sugar in it it's like i know what you're doing but what i'm saying is you'll have somebody that will just that can tell you anything and they're so good at lying they can make you believe it my god so good at lying, they can make you believe it and say, how, how, why do you keep accusing me? You always think that I'm doing something wrong. You're going to have to learn how to trust me. Why do you think that I'm always doing something wrong? Those Even th are the signs, yeah, those, man, I'm knowing, telling you. And, they, and some of them knowing in their heart they're sleeping around on somebody and they still, I've seen it. I've seen it close and personal. But share this story. I, I want the world to hear this. But which one? I got The one that. about the, the, the beep beep movie theater. Beep, beep with the truck. You, you discovered oh, your truck. Oh, wow, man. Yeah, that, that one was really hard. All right, so here go this story, y'all, so y'all could. And, 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 and mind you, this was this was for all y'all out there. This was during marriage. This wasn't like after the, you know, dating. Yeah. But the, the truth of the matter was, um, when I look back now, the signs were there. I Before remember the even praying, yeah, so I can't be... Uh, you know, act like I didn't even know. And this um, was this was the previous marriage. This was not me. That was because not the king arrived. <laughs> the king king arrived. <laughs> everything is in order in this castle. Hey, the king has arrived. Yes, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I learned my lesson well, and God delivered thee. So if He delivered me. Guess what? He can deliver y'all too. So we um, the the truth of the matter is, and and, and let me piggyback before that situation. So you don't hear this. Y'all gonna fall out laughing, right? So anyway. Before that, I remember used to seeing signs, little different things. And so um, I remember, even though I was not in a good place with the Lord, I know I knew the Lord, right? So I remember praying one day and getting on my knees and say, God, man, show me a sign. You know, we always like, show me a sign. We always, we like, them. come on. Always looking for a sign. Yeah, terrible. Mm -hmm. I have to repent for talking about always show me a sign. Lord, but that was a good one. But I said, Lord, show me a sign if this person is, you know, cheating on me or doing some shady stuff. So anyway, I literally, and God, I, when you just look back, how God has always been with you, even in your mess, he's yes, always been on. there. I mean, God is so faithful. But anyway, the Lord, um, of course, I say, show me a sign, right? So the minute I get off my knees, finish praying, I hear this bzzz, bzzz. Back in the days, you know what that was—a beeper. We had no all this cell phone. We had the beeper. Remember the beeper oh, back the beeper, in the days? What the drug dealers carried. <laughs> yes, I remember. That was the yeah, beeper. Oh, that was before that's, the cell phones. Oh, for real? So only the drug dealers carried beepers. Come on, some of them understand that. Terrible. So anyway, the beeper went off, right? And so I'm like, "What is that noise?" Blues, blues. So somehow, his beeper had fell in the couch, and so I pulled up the beeper. And it was a number one there, and I called the number, and of course it was a young lady who told me she's been dating him, who been going out with him, blah blah blah, all this stuff, right? And of course, you know, I confronted the individual, and you know, as always, you know, give you a story. I don't know what you talking about. This da 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 da. You know, why are you checking my phone? You don't trust me. Da 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 da. We don't know. I don't even know who she is. She probably some old girl that's still trying to get with me. You know how the story is, and we fall for the okie doke. And so, um, so there were many times that there were there, there were scenarios like that, um, but we go back to why when i look back now like why after the signs you stuck through it like why what kept you in there uh, part of it i could say when i look back now was fear fear of being alone uh always was with that person didn't know how to uh, be independent on my own never was taught how to be single how to 
uh, just be in my own space. So I was living in fear of uh, being alone. And a lot of people out there are challenged with that when you're always used to having a partner, always used to be with somebody. Um, we don't know how to live a single life. We don't know how to just chill and wait patiently upon God because no one ever taught us that because even now in the world, we look, everybody's bunned up, everybody's with somebody. So that makes you want to be with somebody. Even now, when I look at um, even younger than when we're thinking about like in middle school and elementary school, parents are allowing their children to have boyfriends and girlfriends. So the society and all this stuff and not even some parents are um, encouraging these behaviors so you look and you see everything every movie everything is couples bond up everybody wants to be with somebody and we feel like that's the all in all so that was another issue that was fair with me but let me go back to the y'all yeah, want to hear the little the movie theater story he's talking about that one was off the chain um so and, and by the way, y'all, y'all can send in uh, questions or requests. We see that a lot of you guys out there, and this is a good topic. We want to help you. We want to we want to see people' life change. We want you to come out from the dark place that you're in. We yeah, want your absolutely. if your marriage can work, we want that to work. Yeah. We want to we want to sow into your life this week, man, because God yeah. is love. God is a God of yes, love, and God does not want us to be abused. And when we even go into our scripture for the day, uh, we're gonna dig deep yes. this week, man. We're gonna yes. go in. This is a passion yes. of ours because we've been through a lot. And we've seen how God has groomed us and where we're going and and, and we've uh, experienced toxic relationship and now God has blessed us with something that's real and legit y'all like love is real God is real when he is in the center of your marriage I'm telling you God is faithful so we want you to experience that in your own relationship and we don't want you to fall in the pitfalls that we have fell in and so we're just a voice out here a voice led by the Holy Spirit of course to give you godly truth not worldly truth but the godly truth amen so let's go back so prophet you still want me to tell that story i want you to tell the story you said some good <laughs> things when you were saying about yeah. uh, uh people don't know how to be single and it deals a lot of times it deals with this rushed love it's like everybody's longing and looking to be loved and you said it best because this is what we see in, in in tv this is what we see with celebrities we see celebrity couples and think that marriage or think that their relationship looks so cool because it's the popular thing on twitter mm. and social media yeah. but we don't see what's Say going that. on behind the scenes you don't see all the cheating and all the disgust and when they come before the people it's a facade and it's an image and a perception that they put on but it's misperception by the people because they put on a facade an image of happiness and smiling for the cameras because it's too humiliating to look as if they're going through yeah. they want things to look right and so let me say this we have to know what it is to be comfortable in being single it's so much you can do while you're single and when you get married Ooh. it's supposed to be a beautiful thing when you get married it should be uh saying i do till death do us part not saying i do and now death is being imparted you know you you should not have to go to a marriage and then start dying while you're in a marriage you have to question yourself, is this the marriage that God had for me? If I was dying in my relationship with my wife, I would be going back to God and saying, what did I get myself into? Yeah. But we're all about love. And so let me say this. It's God is love. And so please share this story. I'm not going to interrupt because I, I want the people to hear, <laughs> hear this. But the more important part to this story is not the story itself. The important part is that there were signs before this situation mm -hmm. there were signs even when when a when a child came there and said why did this and asked a particular question and, and i'm not going to give everything and let everything out the bag but there were signs there were many signs before that different little instances charges on the on her card and so 
And she still didn't put two and two together. And when she began to tell me these stories, when we were friends and uh, we would just talk about our past, talk about lives, we were prayer partners. And so we would begin to talk about our past relationships. And I sat there and I looked at her and I said, you, you, you didn't know this was going on? A hello, a charge to a hotel, a charge for at a restaurant on your, on, on, your, on your card to a hotel, charge on your card to a restaurant while you're out of town and it just doesn't look right. But everything this person said because they were a master manipulator. Master Come manipulator. on, somebody say master manipulator. There was a master manipulator. Yeah. She still, the master manipulator can cause somebody with good vision to still be blind. Wow. And so my wife could not see. Sound I, like these false prophets out here. You, don't get I'm me sorry, started on that. Yeah, see, stay you, focused see, on yeah, it. Yeah, stay focused. Yeah, yeah, focus, yeah, yeah, focus. Come on. The, the prophets for profit. Yes. Don't get, let's, let's, let's rewind. <laughs> let's go tell the story. Or maybe it was a prophet in his own right. <laughs> not a prophet of the Lord for sure. He was prophet in something. Now, nah, so let's go back to the story, y'all. So y'all ready? Y'all ready for this story? It's, it's, it's a wonderful morning. So I hope y'all get a good laugh out of this. And for those who've been down this this lovely lane that I've been through, it's hilarious. But anyway, so this now, so this is after, you know, all the signs again end up still getting married, and um, now I'm saved. So now it's even a, a different story, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm saved. I'm walking by the principles of God. I'm trying to live right by the word. I don't want to, you know, do things. And, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to throw this in here. Even the book that we're writing and we're going to do in prayerfully with all this and to have this conference um, to, that, to death do us part. Um, you, how many of y'all know, like for me, like you could take a vow and not even know what you're saying? You, you know what I'm saying? Like how you get into a relationship, you make covenants, you make pledges, and you just don't even know. You don't even know the seriousness of what you're saying. And so that's what some single people out there, man, beware, be careful and wait, um, you know, before you take that vow saying I do and not even knowing what you're saying because it looks good and because you just want that big day and you're trying to please everybody and you, you, you take a vow that is so um, precious in the sight of God that, you know, no one should take those vows until you really know for sure, man, because to that do us part is some serious vows to take. And I look back now, that's even how the book started, you know, taking vows that I didn't even know what I was saying. You know, I'm just repeating, but never really taking a thought, the true meaning behind those words. And so we got to be very careful. So back to this uh, movie theater scene here. Y'all get a joke. Y'all give me, y'all tell me what the, um, Y'all tell me what, you know, send some feedback. Tell me what y'all would have done. <laughs> uh, tell me what y'all would have done, Prophet. Tell me what, if that was you on the other feed. Oh, I'll shoot. tell you what, what, what I would have done. <laughs> but you need to tell that story. All right, so here we go, y'all. So I'm in church now. I'm living for the Lord, trying to do right, trying to make this thing work. And so, um, you know, at the time, my ex or whatever, we... Um, he was like, let's go. Um, no, he had to go to work. That was his first story. He had to work, work late at night, mm. late shift, late, late at night. Okay. Just called in for work, right? Okay. I believe, yes, you're going to work, right? So, as a matter of fact, I end up, like, doing his hair, everything, getting him out the door. Let's, you know, go go to work. Make that money for the family. You're going to work. So, I was like, cool. So, my one of my church sister called me up, and she was like, hey, you want to go hang out? I was like, yeah, perfect time. My husband gone to work. I don't have nothing to do. Let's go hang out. Let's go have some fun. So, she comes. She picks me up. Uh, we go bowling. We had a good time. We get back home, and he's still not home, and he's still at work. So, she was like, man, we still got, you know, 
ain't nothing to do. I mean, you know, we got time. She's like, why don't we just go to the movies? I'm like, cool, let's go to the movies. I mean, I don't have nothing to do. I'm free. Mm. Let's go hang out. Let's have girls night. So I go and I hang out and I go, you know, to the movie theater with her. And so we pull up in this movie theater. Now, mind you, we live in one state. So we went to a movie. We're living like in the DMV era. So we went to the movie theater in a different state, a little farther, supposed to be nicer and all that stuff. But I don't know why she decided to go there. But, hey, I'm down for the ride. So we go to this movie theater, right? And so I guess in his mind, he's thinking, I'm not going anywhere because I don't have a car because he mm -hmm. took the car to work. And we only have one car. So there's really nowhere I'm getting out. So I guess that make you cheat or whatever you're going to do easier because that's what you assuming you know but god said now my little angel my friend she comes we go out to the movie theater so we pulls up and we pull up in the movie theater and i see a car that looked like our car mm. uh, so you know automatically you know my body is going through i'm having like all kinds of so pause so what why, mm. were, why were you feeling anything you said your body started feeling something why did you feel anything why did you feel what do you think that was do you think that was the lord speaking to you what do you think that was that was me saying or was that your own worry that you already that was my heart like was going on going like please say that ain't my car like why is my car here car supposed to be at work at but what would movie? make your mind specifically go to with all the same cars out there is there do you think there is a hidden thing there's wow. something that in your, in your, wow. in your unconscious I or never thought that, about do, that have you ever thought that as soon as you saw it it's like your stomach sank is there is could it be you know i always say love is blind but could it be and maybe not but could it be that something inside of you knew that this was him or was it because there was some other signs that you weren't paying attention to but somehow your body was starting to respond and say mm, i wonder if this is my car wow yeah the car that you purchased yeah your name yeah and i think you know it's funny because god god is a way like he's always showing a sign and trying to warn us and we just man just blinded sometime like he said love is blind and finish that story i don't want to interrupt it don't want to interrupt the story so anyway so i see the car in the parking lot right so i said good thing i had my house key which had the second set of keys on there mm -hmm. so i said mm -hmm. to myself well let me um if I hit the alarm, because I was too, you know, I'm with my girlfriend. So part of me was like shame and embarrassed to be like, because she knew I told her my husband's at work. So I didn't want to make it a big deal. Like, oh, I see my car. <laughs> so as she driving past the car, right, shame. I pull out my key and just hit, duh, duh, and the car went, duh, duh, and my God, so I thought So you pulled your key fob out and hit the, hit the yes. wow. So I was like, okay, that, that's obviously my car. It ain't nobody else's car that the alarm going to go. Duh, so, duh. so what did you do after that moment? What did you do? So it took me a minute. I sat in the parking lot with her and I'm like, man, so I finally had to confess with her. I say, I think my, I say, I think my husband is here at the movie theater because I think our car is here. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, man, I hit the alarm and that's his car. And so she's like, well, what you going to do? So I'm like, well, number one, how am I going to find him in this big movie theater? Like, it's so many different movies going on. How do I mm. know what movie he's in and why is my car here, right? Mm. So I said, okay. So then my investigation skills came and kicked in real quick. And I said, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk in the movie theater and I'm going to stand close to the entrance because when everybody's coming out, I don't know what movie theater to go in to look for him. I'm just going to stand here. So when everybody's coming out, wow. more than likely, I'm going to see him, wow. right? So I'm standing there, and the um, the movie let out. How long were you waiting? 
It wasn't that long, okay. so the time it must have been. Because you know what? You know how movies ending and a new set is coming in? Because we were coming in to start a movie. Yeah. So it probably was about time for people to exit. So the next set of group time in a movie people mm. can go in. So here come a flux of people coming in. I'm looking through the crowd because I'm like, man, I got I to gotta find out if he's here. Like, how else is my car here? This dude said he's supposed to be at work. So anyway, so he's coming out with the crowd. And... So he comes, well, he's coming out, everybody's coming, and I'm looking through the crowd, so I finally see him, but I see him by himself, and I see another female distance behind him, but in my spirit, mm. I knew that female was with him. Mm. He didn't even know you was prophetic back mm -hmm. then. You the know what I'm saying? The same way it was when you saw the truck. True. When you were sitting, that's what I'm trying to make my, my point. God. The same way before my you knew God. it was your the truck was and you still hit the yeah, so Didn't even on. know I had a gift. And so what did, what did the woman of God do? What did, what did you as a woman of God save? Woman, <laughs> you let the world know you were saved at this time. So this is not before you were saved. You already let them know you were saved at the time. What were you What were you thinking? What were you going to do? When you saw him or saw her, did you already have a plan or what were you going to do? I didn't necessarily have a plan. I was I was ready to just just lose it, like go off, like what are you doing? Like you know, I didn't know what I was going to do, but you know, I, I'm gonna say back in the day, I was a fighter. I had an issue with fighting and, and anger and all that stuff. So that's my immediate thought and my response that somebody going down, you know, because you're not gonna pump me like this. And so anyway, so she he comes out. I see this female distant behind him in my spirit. I knew she was with him, even though she wasn't in close proximity. So I don't know if they had an argument, whatever. So he's coming out. I could tell his face is all red. So he looked like a little drunk. So the minute we meet eye contact, you could tell like he thought he was going to poop on himself, pee on himself, like his whole body just like, I think his heart just dropped out of his mouth in that moment. He's like looking like, how you, what, you know? Yeah. And of course, immediately the manipulator, mm -hmm. you know, that, that deceiver spirit just rised up in him and him trying to. You know, justify. he just got got. He just got got. But still, he's trying to blame it on yeah. me again mm. or finding excuses as to why he's there. So by this time, she realized, I guess she probably even knew who I was, to be honest, because she backed off. And so I'm I'm fussing with him. He's coming out of the movie theater. I'm like, I thought you said you was at work. What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And so she's coming out. And then I finally confront her. But she's trying to run from me behind a garbage can because I was ready, honestly, y'all, to drop her. I wasn't, I was, I was a baby Christian. I was not thinking in my right mind. Cause how many times, you know, when you in that moment yeah, of on. hurt and uh, rage, absolutely. you can respond in the incorrect way. Absolutely. So she's trying to run. She's trying to run from me behind the ca trash can or whatever, but I'm busy dealing with him. Cause I'm like, I'm not about to chase you. If you going to let's do this. And so he's giving me all these stories and reason why he's there. And so we're going to go down the memory lane a, another time on this. But here is the, 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 the lie that don't even make no sense. If he was going to lie, at least come up with a better lie than that. <laughs> so this young lady, apparently he had a child with. So his story was to me the reason why he was at the movie theater. Y'all drum roll. The dumbest story on planet Earth. You can never tell somebody as a cheater. He says to me. I came to the movie theater with her because she called me and told me the baby was sick. So I took her to the movie theater. Can't somebody mm. just pass mm -mm -mm. out on the dumbest answer on planet Earth? <laughs> you just wanted to like just take a baseball bat and just go upside his head. Like, come on, get get something better than that. Mm. You at the movie theater, the baby's sick. Y'all leave the baby at home. 
and you at the movie theater with her. Well, that's the best he could do thinking on his feet. <laughs> what, 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 it's nothing you can say. You can't really think of anything. You're caught. She's there. He's not at work. What is he going to say? Yeah, it, it it was terrible, man. It was it was. I mean, a man and a, and again, uh, the continuing you know signs that we continue to see, and then we could even address that because here's the other thing that was a struggle for me in that moment. I had, you know, recently given my life to Jesus, and I was trying to do this the right thing by God. Mm, yeah. And so now, what I did was because I was now in the Word, I tried to see godly counsel uh, from my pastors, right? Mm. And so. How do you, you know, now you like, you can't just roll out because you're trying to make Absolutely. some word because yeah. this is what the word of God says, um, but you're, you're struggling. So, you know, we, uh, that's another thing to even talk to. That's a sensitive to a topic sensitive. to talk yeah. about. Yeah. But when, you know, a lot of these, w how do y'all feel? I don't know if y'all can send it again, go to Facebook and send us some question on inspirational 360 it's very sensitive. Um, stuff because it, there are people out there that's going through it. Absolutely. And uh, how do you give them right godly counsel? But when sometimes we're told if you're in an abusive relationship, if you're doing that, like, you know, people almost tell you to stick through it. Yeah. You got to stay in it and be beat there, down and abused. There's so many dynamics. It though, is. Because the thing is, there are some, and let me just use this because this, and it applies both ways. Because I'm going to say this, uh, uh, even as being a pastor and talking and counseling, uh, we've counseled men as well who've been beat. And, you know, because they they were raised the right way. I've seen some guys who were beat, but because they were raised the right way, they said, I'm not going to hit back. I'm not going to do any of this. And rightfully so. I'm so glad to hear that with some of these guys. But there are many women who are abused. And so let me say this. There's so many dynamics. One being there are some people, there are some, some women who want to leave some abusive relationships. But for fear of what am I going to do? Yeah, I, I don't have the income uh, that that he has. Uh, what 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 am I going to do? We have a child together. Some have the mindset. Well, I don't want to be a single mother, so I'm going to go through this. And it's so many dynamics, and so you have to eat. You can't just give a broad view on it because there's so many dynamics, and it so it, it, there are some that that feel like you know, well, he's a good man. I love him, and he loves me, and and they still get beat. Yeah. And then the thing is, let me say this. So even and let's forget the just not just talking about the. Uh, physical abuse aspect the but even mental, emotional yeah. uh, mental yeah. uh, um, verbal Talking abuse down to you like yeah. just I, and it's like it's it's amazing how i see people throw out these bombs when they call in their spouses or their and, and baby their, let's let's hit it on both sides because yeah. I, mean, I know a lot of times the physical side may be majority male doing it to female because normally you know majority guys are stronger than the yeah, female absolutely. But also, there's a few percentage of the opposite where females yeah. are physically abusive to guys. Yeah. But on when it comes to the verbal abuse, that mm -hmm. can come from both angles because yeah. you can have a, a woman in your life that talks down to you Absolutely. or belittle you as Absolutely. a man and make you Absolutely. feel yeah. less than and mm -hmm. just tear you apart if they feel like they're making more money than you or you're not pulling your string. You know, all that yeah. stuff that we do, which at the end of the day, we got to get back to a godly foundation, y'all. Seriously, I feel like... We, all of us, we weren't counseled properly. We weren't raised properly concerning relationship. Uh, we didn't have great role models. So we got, you know, sometimes we got role models that were um, necessarily 
um, they had numbers. So we, you know, we had people, I've met people say we've been married 50 years or 60 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, those are just numbers, but they Absolutely. are miserably unhappy together. Yeah, they've been you know? sleeping in separate rooms yeah. for 20 years. So we, we hear all these stories that are out there. So, you know, we want y'all to chime in, man, send us some questions, some comments. Let's have this topic. Cause we are here, um, to just help and to shed light to everybody we want to just help everybody as possible as we can because this is some this is a serious topic and and i think it's still important to say this because this is this is let me say this this is my take on this on the abusive situation if you are if you are male or female but let me say this if you are in a situation where it's constant abuse constant hitting constant beating constant pushing constant verbal words especially but when it's more physical let me tell you this you should not stay in that relationship i don't care what you say you you're gonna uh, become that beat dog syndrome and what happens is you're adjusted to being beat it's such a normal thing is that you're functioning in abnormality thinking that this is normal all couples go through this if you are constantly getting beat this relationship does not need to be and so let me also say this there are times you see these signs if it starts in the beginning of a relationship midway in a relationship listen god still has somebody else for you and many times we don't want to start over or start brand new because we built some kind of foundation or what we think is a foundation with this particular person but that foundation is already shaky that foundation is already a broken shattered one and you're constantly going through this pain so let me say this and this is for because i know as a christian we are to forgive you forgive and let me say this and i've been through this, this is another topic for another day i've been in the situation i remember in my past and where i was cheated on and guess what and i went through that process and i forgave but let me say this when something takes place somebody does wrong somebody is in a marriage if there's infidelity you can forgive and, and i'm all for seeing marriages work if it's somebody that made a mistake you know and you can see the hurt the pain the shame and they beg for your forgiveness and you see that they're changing and you're supposed to forgive but let me say this don't get things twisted and confused because many times somebody can ask for forgiveness and they still continue in the same thing and it becomes such a pattern in a cycle they've learned how to manipulate and make you believe that they are there all all faithful and all and so let me say this you can forgive but if this is a cycle where someone is constantly cheating on you or constantly beating on you it's not going to change It's not going to change unless somebody really goes through deliverance yeah. and goes, I mean, really have to sit through not just counseling, but go through deliverance, go through practical teaching, go through practical counseling, practical teachings, and then sit and go through deliverance because there's a problem and you have to locate the root of that problem. And many times I've seen this. So let me say this. Growing up, I always grew up. I always had a lot of female friends. I had, um, th- I had three sisters. I, I had female friends through high school, uh, through even in uh, college or whatever. And so let me say this. I've witnessed this so many times where they've gone through abusive relationships and I'll say why are you still with them why are you still with them and I hear the same thing this is what I always hear well I love him I know he loves me he's a good guy and so why is he not good to you and so let me spin this wow. off because I, I this is me because I just happen to know this. I'm never going to come from an angle as if it's only women who are abused and men don't go through it. Let me say this because I, I all men don't abuse and all men don't. Yeah, be. I happen true. to personally. I know good men. That's why I have a problem sometimes when we speak on these yeah. topics, because I always have to take take up for the men that yeah, I know. My, husband my father, my father was faithful 40 yeah. something years, 40. They've been yeah. married since 1974. They're still married today. My father has been faithful, a faithful man. I 
witnessed that. I witnessed a man work more than one job, more than two jobs. I witnessed a man teach me and tell me how to step up, how to say things, how to fight. And so what I'm saying is I witnessed good men. So I will always take that stand for the good men out there. There are some men out there who are doing a phenomenal job who will never put their hand on a woman. And so let me say this. If you are being abused and it is a repetitive cycle and is a reoccurring cycle, you need to be out that relationship. God has not placed you in that relationship to constantly keep getting beat. Now, if you're being cheated on, if God forbid there was a cheating situation, there was infidelity in your relationship, you can forgive. You can forgive. And guess what? It's okay to forgive. God requires us to forgive. But let me say this to you. And let me say this because a lot of people will be frustrated and offended and angry at this. If it is an ongoing thing. Yeah. An ongoing thing. I'm I'm talking about where it's a habitual thing, where it's a constant going on. Then you don't need to be in that relationship. That relationship is killing you. It ain't no, um, you know, this happened and you made a mistake once or, you know what I'm saying? And you went through counseling and y'all healing and and all that stuff. But this is like every day. Absolutely. And absolutely and, and so even to use your situation babe uh, uh with your with, with your ex situation mm-hmm. there were signs before that movie there movie yeah. uh situation there were signs even where where uh, um where where things were said or things that you witnessed or or, or 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 finding receipts for hotels and different things like that there's signs that we see this, and sometimes it's yeah no but, no say it but this is why counseling is important because now when you look back and you're a little bit more mature and you've been healed and delivered and you have no um, anger or no unforgiveness towards that person because I've totally forgiven, let go, moved on. When you look back now, why right counseling is so important. And even as pastors and leaders or prophets, when you counsel people, we have to tell them the truth even when it hurts. Absolutely. So we got to dig deep. You know, we got to look at past history because when I look back now, even when I look at him, he was never, you know, he probably saw this all his life. This is probably in his family line. These are learned behavior. Mm -hmm. So that's, he was doing what he was known to do, what was applauded to be done, you know? So it wasn't the thing, no one like that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. You know, these were sometimes encouraged behavior with a lot of people in their family, in their generation. You see a lot of men grow up where their father is telling a man, good son, you got more than one woman, da, 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 da. So, you know, all that stuff. So we got to look a little deeper into all of that. But even with that said, that don't mean you have to marry that person. If they want to get delivered, if they want to get healing and, and purged out, I think uh, we, when we was doing a relationship last week with Sister Tierra was saying, you know, sometime God may have for you to marry that person, but you can marry them in the wrong timing because if you bring that into a relationship and you don't ever get um, dealt with your own issues, you, you bring that into the marriage. So don't think because you get married, it's going to change. I recommend people get their deliverance, get their healing prior to coming together in marriage. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And that's the key thing when you say get your healing before marriage. And so let me say this. It's important for for two people when you come together it's two people that's coming together. It's two people coming together and it's important that there's healing on each individual because if two people come together and get married and not healed if one person is still broke and another person is broke two people can be broken before marriage and you come together now you got two broken people if you got 
one person before marriage who's broken and the other person is whole, when those two people come together, it's still one person broken. That marriage is still going to be somewhat broken because there's not healing as a unified front. So yeah. as a collective, yeah. you both yeah. must be whole. Yeah. You both, both must be healed and whole. And so let me say this. You can we're have not your, saying perfect yeah, in everything. Yeah, absolutely. But some of these major stuff got to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it's so many things like, well, it, like even discussions like, well, when I get married, can I still have my female friends? Can I still talk to, to my ex? Can I still do this? And these are things. See, Ooh. when you get married and you don't have counseling, man, we gonna talk. Really yeah, we gonna on talk this about people, it. Yeah. People be fronting with all this stuff yeah. and all the the craziness. Spousing each other, be telling each other, "Well, I can't." They've been my friend since. I since can't hang out with them at eleven. We always with, we hang out eleven, twelve at night. We always hang out. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta be careful with that stuff. And uh, me and my husband, you gotta watch the dangers. These are pitfall that set you up for for cheat and for infidelity and you know and you gotta be careful so you gotta use wisdom don't don't the bible tell us to flee from the very appearance of temptation stop acting like y'all so strong we live in this world we live in our flesh amen so the bible tells us to live in the spirit and not in our flesh so we don't fulfill the desires of our flesh but we gotta use wisdom and so if you sit there and and just be around that thing all the time uh, the enemy will find a way to tempt you so wisdom say stay away disconnect you're not mm-hmm. married to that person. It's no re- business. Y'all should be talking to each other and all the little silly stuff. Now, that's immature. And that's another thing we're going to talk about uh, even looking at the immaturity of somebody when you get in a relationship. Because a lot of times people are really immature mm. and they're probably even sometimes ignorant yeah. and don't want to hear the truth of it. So that's because people want to keep doing what they're doing. But if mm. the, when you listen to wisdom especially young people out there, even some of the older folks, cause I feel like everybody just doing a bunch of crazy stuff listen to wisdom wisdom will save your life i'm here to tell you wisdom will save you yeah. from heartache pain yeah. y'all gotta listen up man because yeah. we wisdom wish we experience. had we wish we had all this Others. counsel yeah. uh back in the days when we were out there so now y'all getting it you have no excuse when you fall in that pitfall you gotta deal with the consequences that's gonna come behind it because the voice of the lord is speaking the voice of reason is speaking and the voice of wisdom yeah. is speaking so yeah. you just gotta open up your hair and be able to hear hardcore truth and, and 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 all of our sons and daughters that are around us, they know we we tell it to them in love, even when it hurts them. We'll tell them like, I don't think that's you know that's not a good decision. That's not a good idea. All we can do is give you wisdom, and then you got to decide if you're going to apply it. But we're just trying to save you from from some serious pitfalls. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy to fall into these pitfalls. And let me start off by first saying that we're all human. So being human and we walk in this humanity we have needs we have emotions we have feelings and so listen listen it's so important to just to be careful it's just important to be careful we must be careful because if not then we'll fall into these pitfalls but let me say this when you were talking about uh, uh, uh being tempted and all that but with every temptation god makes a way of an escape i want to say god makes a way of an escape and we got to see certain things you got to see certain things making bad decisions and the wrong decisions it can lead to tomorrow's future really not looking bright mm. and so let me say this and we're going to go back into it but i want to make this point because it's two hearts one love Two hearts, one love. Coming together to be married is two hearts, one love. But those two hearts must be healed. It must not be any broken thing going into the relationship. Everybody has their flaws and everybody has things that that, that they, everybody uh, has certain proclivities. But let me say this. But when you get married, you must be whole. 
You can't still be thinking about an ex in a past relationship getting married and you're still holding on to an old female fling or you're still holding on to a, a ex, a, a man that you was with. You must be whole. You must be free. You must be delivered. Those exes need to be out your system before you can move forward. Wow. 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 That's that's good. I mean, I mean I'm telling you, we talk about the detox. Sometimes we need a detox. How do you, I mean, we're going to just really get into it. Um the question we have another question uh right now let's let's take this question from someone single ladies single ladies all the single ladies <laughs> y'all love that song from beyonce huh? single ladies keep falling for the lie god told me i'm your husband so it's okay for us to have sex now whoa <laughs> ain't that good ain't that the truth that's a good one wow Read that question. I'm going to read that question one more time. <laughs> Single ladies, keep falling for the lies. God told me I'm your husband, so it's okay for us to have sex now. I'm trying to understand the way that, uh, that what what's, uh, exactly is the question asking. I believe the question is saying it's for the single ladies that keep falling for the lie, right? So the man is saying, God told me I'm your husband, so mm. it's okay for us to have sex now. So oh. the guy is saying, because mm. she's falling mm. for the lie. Well, guys, you know, you my boo. You know mm. what I'm saying? Now, they already, you know, start calling each other hubby and wifey. Yeah. So he good at it, like really working that thing. You know, you my wifey. You mm. know, I'm a you know marry I'm gonna girl. You. you know, we you already, you one we day. already going, we already in this. But I'm know. not ready for till six years He's not even now. saying no six years. He's just going to keep telling you, mm -hmm. you, you know, he yeah. your husband so he can get some. So he, cause you know, you love, you love when somebody calls mm. you hubby, you know, mm. you like, you went to another level. We ain't friends no more. This is mm. my, this is my boo. I'm wearing that invincible ring. That one that don't show up to <laughs> <laughs> the imaginary that ring. ring that y'all keep. Can't wait to y'all dreaming about him proposing, getting on his knees uh -huh. and all this stuff. Like he just working a lot. So mm -hmm. how do you, you know, help these single ladies, uh, okay, that, so especially when it comes to that thing, especially with the whole sex thing. Okay. So. And I want you to chime in on this, but let me start before I even say this. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, men. And I'm gonna say that I'm a man myself, but we we are we are created to dominate. Let me say this, going back to what dominion means, going back to the garden, Genesis. But let me say this, men can be predators. And so when you're desperate and when you're wanting something, when you're in desperate need, listen, you will say everything that you know she needs to hear, everything that she wants to hear. Listen, even I, I remember times uh, in my past, I remember times where I was like, I, I, I wanted it so bad. And I would say, listen, I, I'm here. I, you know, I'm going to be with you. I'm with you. And I would keep on going on. And I could see her wearing down. Once I started seeing her wearing down, and we were both Christians, but once I would see this one start wearing down, then I would, I would throw on the charm. I would say more. I would keep saying. I would keep digging in until I got what I wanted. And so let me say this. If you're not married and you're supposed to be a Christian and you love the Lord, listen, you, you have to fight that urge. You have to fight that temptation, but you don't give in to that. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who, who's to say? Who's to say this man is really going to marry you? Who's to say? Who's to say? Because as soon as you you, you give him a, a piece of the cookies and milk, then guess what? He, he'll go on about his business. Mm. And then he won't need the cookies and milk mm. until he's in dire thirst or he's hungry again. Mm. And so let me say the truth on this as well is that there are many times, and let me say this, I'm going to speak to the women. Don't get offended. If you get offended, I thank God because I'm going to tell you the truth. Truth hurts. But let me say this. This is for men, but this is for the women mainly because this is what I saw many times. Let me say this. If a guy keeps coming around 
If he only really calls you at 11 at night, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., hey, what you doing? Let me tell you wow, something. Wow. There's already something going through his head. He's trying to come over that and get some cookies tonight. and milk. Yeah. And so let me say this. You all, and this is, I'm saying this in love. You can't be quick to just fall for the same cycle because it'll be the same thing over and over. And let me say this. And I'm speaking even in a sense, I'm remembering, I, I'm even remembering my past where I remember an ex of mine. And I remember many times I would go over there late at night and I would go over there late at night, late at night. And you would say, why you only come over here late at night? And I had to think about it, even when it applied to me. I'm like, you know what? I do come over here late at night because it's the hour where I wanted to get what I wanted to get. And so let me say this. If somebody's constantly reaching out to you late at night or it's constantly everything is only about sex. You got let me say this. You got to watch that because one, if you're a Christian, you're not supposed to be having sex before marriage. Now, granted, I'm not coming from a place of not understanding because I've been there and I know what the temptation is like. But with every temptation, God makes a way of an escape. But let me say this to you just because he's telling you that you're going to be his wife. What if he say that to, to the woman before you or two women before you? What if he's saying that to another woman concurrently while he's still dealing with you? And so I know a guy. I remember a, a gentleman that I knew. He was older than me. I was about 21. And, uh, and he, he was a cool brother, man. He was, a, he was a, a, a strong brother. Man, he was a good guy. But I listened to him talk when he talked about females, and it really bothered me. And I remember one day he said, yeah, man, you know. Yeah, this uh, the woman I went, you know, she's not she's not having sex with me. She don't want to do that. So, you know, I'm patient because, you know, I'm still doing doing what I do. He said, mm. I'm still doing what I do. So he was like, you know, he said he was patient and it was OK because see, the thing is, he was still looking like a gentleman. And sometimes some yeah. women, some women will say, well, he's not pressuring me to have sex. You know, you got to make sure you have a, a godly man and you need godly counsel because you need some seers in your life to be able to see if this person is really, truly what they say they are. And so let me say this gentleman, he would. Uh, uh, string this woman along and then eventually it took like six seven eight months before she finally had sex with him but he was like you know i was good because i was always still having sex and had his other women so he looked like the patient understanding man to this woman she saw her perception was like oh he's different he's not pressured he hasn't pressured me one time for sex so i i believe him i trust him so in eight months she was like she was willing to give herself over to him and not knowing that the whole time he was still wow. doing dirt behind her back. Wow. So his perception was different. He was like, her perception was a perception of love is blind. Yeah. Because she wanted to keep herself. Yeah. And she was saying, man, he's a good guy. He's never one time pushed up, pressed up on me for sex like all these other guys do. I trust him. I believe I'm going to be with him, man. Since I know I'm going to be with you, I'm going to give myself to you. Not knowing that the same level of love that she had, he did not have the same level of love. Wow. Wow, man, this 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 relationship. I, we're getting so many feedback, um, and we want to stay in this vein, man, because we relationship is of God. You know, God didn't call man to be alone. He called us, you know, to have a help meet. And God wants relationship. God love love relationship. He said, uh, uh, multiply, you know, replenish the earth. And so that's the will of the Father. It's not for us to be alone, but we need to go back y'all we got to go back to some foundation and get this thing right man too many toxic relationship in the earth too many toxic relationship in the body of christ just too much of it man so what's missing we're not we're not doing it god's way we're not doing it the right way we're not getting in the word of god we're we're doing a lot of stuff the world's way and so 
I, I believe with all my heart that marriages can work and it can be beautiful yes. and that even in your times of challenges, you know, Christ can be the center of it and we can work on all of these things, you know. And so I, I, we want to see happy, healthy, wholesome marriage, man. We we want our church to be full of married people that are just loving on fire. I mean, and can marry and even that old that all that stipulation with age and all that yeah. stuff like, man. I believe God if you 20 25 whatever yeah. age 40 50 huh? whatever it is like man you get with that right person man you don't have to be with a hundred person before you get married you all that lie and all yeah. that stuff all this stuff I mean somebody even said maybe it's so much stuff people want to find out this whole thing even in the Bible where people talking about the marriage bed is undefiled and people doing threesome and people uh you know doing swinging people um doing all kinds of stuff in their bedroom man mm. and what's sad about it some of these stuff is being taught in the church and we're going to be real Jeez. about it and we're going to pull some some code we're going to go back to the word of god because we're not going to live like this man we are we live in this world but we're not of this world and i refuse to let the world tell me how to have a relationship we we're not doing this man and i know people out there babies even asking that we can we go facebook live with some of this stuff because it's a hot topic so people already sending me message man why can't can we do this on facebook live too so people can really see us dialoguing and going back and forth but we're going to work everything out and we know we hear y'all out there keep these questions coming all week long we're going to hit it i mean i got so many million stuff in my head a toxic relationship from from getting with the wrong person i i'm, I'm gonna talk to some of y'all about even sleeping with people that are demonized demon possessed transference of spirit like seriously you wonder why so many things going wrong in your life you wonder why you you can't sleep at night you wonder why you have demonic attacks man this stuff go on so many level honey like this thing is deep when it comes to relationship because yeah. we don't realize when you encounter sexually with somebody the two become one and you're 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 transferring spirits just like how you can transfer a disease you can transfer speak people's spirit taking on these identity and, and and going through all that stuff and then you you pass it on to your your husband your wife your spouse if you're cheating or you know and then you wonder why you just messed up and you off and you your whole mood swing is off your relationship is off everything is just off let me tell you yeah. the bible says the wages of sin is death so we got to be very careful of, of who we engaging with who we in contact and some people are into some wicked yeah. stuff you come know? on it's true it's a lot to talk about and listen i'm gonna give this plug because this is a book that we're going to release it's called till death do us part one love two hearts and so listen it's at the 9 10 a.m in the morning praying that you all are blessed and so let me say this to you it is a brighter day this is brighter day in the mornings with prophet fee and prophet jay we're going to get back and we're going to talk about everything that we've been speaking on with this yeah, relationship we're going to take thing. a little break everybody wants Listen to hear in. about that but we're going to come back share y'all get everybody on here tell you tell your folks wake up wake up this is a hot topic they got to tune into this because we keeping it real here on relationship this morning
back we are back we are back we are back i hope you guys are out there listening getting ready for round two going in but before we do that we just want to advertise some kingdom businesses as usual uh if you got some business out there sending out to us we want to let the world know what you're doing out there uh we love to share and advertise and just to encourage and empower people out there um, about different businesses so we have divine dishes again by sister paula she threw it down this sunday creating some fabulous dishes if you saw it on my page uh, you got to reach out to this wonderful powerful chef she's the ceo and head chef for this business she specializes in home cooked meal ranging and flavors from caribbean and southern food uh, she does fruit arrangements she does healthy smoothies her services are available for weekly mean planning and catering Please, please, please contact her at Divine Dishes by Sister Paula. Divine Dishes uh, at her website. I'm sorry, her email address is Divine Dishes. I'm, I'm looking at it again. I, I'm trying to make sure I get this right. Divine Dishes by Sis Paula. So it's Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Dishes by S-I-S Paula at gmail.com. Please, please, please get some food from her you'll be blessed and not only the food is good it's anointed too you might get some deliverance in her food anyway hallelujah ordained touch and the present future academy my monica johnson she is the director and ceo of these businesses if you are in need to get your curls done your makeup a special event custom wigs raw bundles and also she provides child care during this time for essential employees those that still need uh, child care so you can get to work from 8 a.m to 6 p.m you can please contact her directly and you can book your appointment for her school for a tour the email address is the present future at night present future the number 1919 the present future 
19 at yahoo.com. We'll post these on the website on our pages. Uh, Compass Cuisine, none other than Chef Shanice Compass. The dynamic duo, I mean the whole family can cook y'all, is the head chef who creates tasteful meals. She specializes in authentic Caribbean and American cuisine. She's available for all of your catering needs for birthday parties, reception, repast, office party. Please contact her on Instagram at Compass Cuisine compact cuisine three the number three at gmail.com please get get the food the food is good the food is anointed and i'm telling you, you might get some deliverance eating that food you're going to just be blessed all the way around amen and none other our beautiful lashes that i was wearing again this sunday i'm starting to get a pro at the lashes y'all low c lashes by low c beauty our beautiful lomina b is the ceo and founder of this beauty brand if you are in need of quality strip mink lashes hear that again mink lashes those, those things are I, I, last night i thought i lost my lash i thought i was gonna lose it i had to run downstairs and realize i dropped my lash i had to save my lash because i get 25 views out of those things uh low c lashes are what you need trust me they're doable they're they're beautiful they look wonderful on you uh, you can reach her on Instagram at Losi Lashes or on Facebook at Losi Lashes by Losi Beauty and place your orders online for LosiBeauty.com or in person. She is actually getting ready to do an online uh, thing where you can learn how to put your lashes on for those beginners, for those that know how to do this. Get connected. More information to come about that. I'm excited because I want to learn how to be a pro at it. I'm getting there, but I'm not all the way there yet. Contact her at www.losibeauty.com or losibeautybrand at gmail.com and you can get your lashes another beautiful product i love shopping her items she she picks really nice clothing garments uh www.iconic7.com where our beautiful jessica rogers uh she she just know fashion she's good with fashion she's fashionable she'll hook you up you will love all of her design all of her products on her page please follow her on facebook twitter uh instagram at shop iconic seven and when the stores are open again she has a location at stony point fashion mall and that's in richmond virginia also we got regina campbell the owner of lavender faces an independent makeup artist at lavender faces by gina uh, and instagram and on facebook you can find her at lavender faces her email address is book lavender faces at gmail.com you gotta get connected um i mean she does really great makeup and i believe she's doing an online zoom session for 25 dollars. please email her book her and get connected even while you're in this quarantine season you could be getting your makeup on getting your practice in so when that's time for you to get out there you'll be looking really great amen with the glory of god of course and not last but least we want to well we've been doing this whole month and we've been on this detox detox pastor marika she has a detox tea that is going to help you to lose the weight clean you out um you're going to become best friend with the with the bathroom of course uh but reach out to her and you can go on her page at detox two the number two detox two live l-i-v-e and um at tavalifestyle.com and t-a-v-a lifestyle.com so again that's detox the number two live 
dot t-a-b-a-l-i-f-e style s-t-y-l-e dot com and we want to also not forget about that wonderful book prophet the book that uh pastor ricardo dr ricardo i would say narcissism and leadership is that age of narcissism yeah god's blueprint for leadership dr ricardo Baldwin. that's a book that everyone needs and every leader Every church needs that book, and it's something that you can order on Amazon. It's something that I think is very important because in the age that we live in, when you look at churches everywhere, churches, we are supposed to reproduce and produce something better than what we are. And many times we're producing or reproducing leaders and aren't training them well. This is a book that everyone needs to have for their own personal library. So please support and order that book. So listen. Let's get back to this relationship stuff. It look like we it is not twenty two, and we have the question of the day, and we're going to call this the quarantine question of the day because this is another quarantine question. So you like that? That was pretty good. Quarantine question quarantine of the day. Question so listen. Of the day. Okay, so this comes from a young lady, and it says, "As we know, we are locked in during the quarantine." Yeah. With that being in. said, my husband and I are both not working. Although we should probably be happy having a break from work to spend time with the family, I'd rather be at work than at home with my husband. Mm. We, we argue every day. Emotions in the house during this time is at an extreme high, not to mention three young children who need our attention. It's beginning to be too much to deal with. I didn't realize how much we don't spend time together and spending time together is a, is a problem. The question is, how do you handle the stress of being stuck in the house with your spouse and your children? Wow. Wow. That's a deep one. Feel like this is going to take yeah, the, like yeah, a that, whole yeah. session. They, on that, this that's one. a lot. Okay. So wow. let me say Let's this. Start somewhere. Yeah. And so I'll say this. How do you handle the stress of being stuck in the house with your spouse and children? Okay. First thing is first is that many times in this season, truth is coming out because there are more arguments. There have been more arguments. It's uh, um, has shown that there has been more domestic violence in this time of the quarantine and people being shut and forced to be with their families. Now, the problem is now is that we're forced to be stuck in the house with our families. And to answer this question, sometimes there's many dynamics to that. But sometimes you got to ask yourself, do you really like your spouse? And let me say this first, because you can love somebody and just not and don't even like them. Sometimes you just need a, a break. That's a normal thing. We all need a break just to get away. But let me say this. During this time when we're stuck in the house and you have to see yeah. your spouse every day, you yeah. ever realize this? We spend more time with our jobs. We spend more time being gone, getting ready for work and being gone sometimes 10, 11, 12 hours of the day. And when we get home, we only really see our spouse that short amount of time before we go to sleep. And then we sleep some hours through the night just to get up to go to work or start our day. So we're not always seeing our spouse the bulk of the time. So have you ever thought about perhaps it's a it's a tough thing being around my spouse? Mm hmm. Perhaps, mm -hmm. perhaps some of us, I will go off to say some of us don't really like our spouses too much. You know what? Because guess what? Sometimes it can be an uh, 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 overkill. Uh, this is too much. You like ice cream, but too much ice cream. You, I, I, you might say, listen, I, I can't do but so much ice cream. I'm over the ice cream. So let me say this. I think what's taking place is enhanced emotions. And so what happens wow, is if you're in a house, one. if you're in, let's just say this. God forbid if you're like just in a one level house or an apartment and it's just you and your husband and three children and you're all trapped in the same level. So everywhere you walk, every time you turn around, it's a child behind your leg that you're about to trip up and fall over. Mommy, mommy, daddy. 
daddy, daddy. They're always calling for you. And so even during this time, I know this because we have a house full of, uh, of people. And even when our children are always calling our name, we're used to them being at the babysitters or being at school. And so that time where it will be free time during the day, guess what? It's not free time during the day. So my wife and I, we see them all day, every day right now. And so the thing is, how do you handle the stress of enhanced emotions? So when you already have a problem with communication with your spouse, just constantly seeing them, all kind of emotions can start going through. So let me ask you the question. And God forbid you're, you're tired of seeing my face being stuck with me. But let me say this. How would you handle the stress of being stuck in the house with a spouse and children? And let me say this first. There's nothing wrong. Everybody, I don't care how much you love your spouse, everybody needs a break. And sometimes everybody needs to get out and smell the roses and get some fresh air. So that's not the problem. But I think the problem is deeper than just the surface level question of how yeah. you handle the stress of being stuck in the house with your spouse and children. I think that's the surface level question. Yeah. But I think there's 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 something. This is just exposing yeah. the reality, what's yeah. really been going on. Yeah. So from your angle, what do you think that sounds like to you? Yeah, I, like I said, I think... You know, being being in a home, um, when we for even the you know that question, which is reality for a lot of people, um, the truth of the matter is there have been underlying issues that we've been able to avoid, and now we can't avoid it. Now we're in each other's face. Now we're in each other's space, and so now it be it's being magnified even the greater. And so one or two things we can look at this is a moment of reflection. I always say, you know, if you're Christians, you're saved. We gotta, we supposed to take things from a godly perspective, um, not from the world perspective. And then you got so many dynamics, babe. That's why a relationship topic is so huge because you got dynamics to uh, two spouses that might be saved. You might one that be saved, one that's not saved. Uh, one both might be saved, but one that ain't really, you know, into God like that. But they say they saved. So you got all those di dynamics uh, working for you. Um, so the first thing I I would say is um, prayer. You gotta you you're gonna have to pray um, in order to even um, get yourself and your spirit in the right space to either deal with what's happening or to have a conversation to finally sit down and deal with the issue that you guys been tiptoeing around. Uh, the, the distance between each other, the love that's really not yeah. there, what's causing the issue. Uh, maybe this is a time for you all. And, 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 and what, what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to remove the pride. You're going to have to remove um, your trying to be defensive. Both party got to surrender. Mm. That's a good one. Both party yeah. have to surrender. So this isn't about me being right, you being right. This is about us identifying issues and looking at it from the other person's yeah, perspective that's good. That's good. and not being so quick to being defensive, but listening from a pure heart and really hearing that person and be willing to change to fix the relationship so that now I'm not so agitated. This is the perfect time for y'all to come together and have that conversation in love, peace, and unity, and surrender, humility, humble yourself. Stop trying to be the big man, the big dog, or the big woman, or feel like I got to be right and you're wrong. No, we're here to heal. Uh, and so really, it takes two to tangle. And so we all make mistakes. So we either going to come together, have this conversation, put our pride to the side, and take it daily, step by step, maybe an hour today. You know, maybe we can't, maybe, maybe the wounds are so deep because 
a lot of times when we don't communicate because that's a big thing me and my husband gonna talk about when we put things under the rug and you know like we do in our holes we we don't sweep it up and throw it out we keep shoving it under the under the couch under the rug next to you know uh when company comes you got a big mess now you're trying to clean it up because we never addressed it right there and then so one of the big thing i want y'all to learn even through this process is when there's an issue don't the bible says don't go to your bed you know not speaking to each other don't go to don't turn you know yeah, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath so the, you know have that conversation get that thing out the way nix it but y'all keep letting stuff build up piled up piled up so by the time y'all get to counsel all this stuff it's like a mountain yeah. of stuff we try now you got to try to pull it's like that the delayed thing down. communication the it's delayed like communication things that need to be said you, you rather hold on to the frustration and the anger and all that does is just it builds up and it comes like a lab experiment volatile and combustible and easily exploding easily able to explode and so I, I always say this to couples it's a it's a scripture that everyone needs to know proverbs 15, yeah. 15 verse 1 says a soft answer turns Turn away, away wrath, wrath but grievous words stir up yeah. anger and so let me say what that means that it means that it means that a soft uh, just a simple answer a soft answer if, if let's just say my wife had a bad day a bad day at work and she comes home frustrated and i'm feeling her frustration because she's bringing it home right. let's just say that in, in in her tone she responds in a way that i might not like if yeah. i then in return she has her sword out and then i'm in turn you pull your sword i'm pulling my sword yeah. out too so we sword it, fight. It's both parties are sword fighting guess what sooner or later a sword is going to penetrate and cut through and then it's going to create a, a wound and you're going to be begin to bleed yeah and what happens is it, many times in relationships we're bleeding and we've never patched it up because we yeah, are not healed man. we haven't forgiven yeah. we're not whole and so we're still bleeding and then when when, when, uh, when you're bleeding what happens is that thing begins to heal. You begin over the course of time, days, weeks, then a scab. It, it begins to be a scab. But what happens is, is that we never get complete wholeness or complete healing because as soon as somebody starts arguing again, that sword comes out and they just pull that callus right off and you just begin to bleed as if Man, you've never healed up. Hey. And so a soft answer turns away wrath. Yeah. That means sometimes even if one party, it takes the bigger person to do this. Even when one is, is bickering and arguing, just let your answer, just let it be soft. Let it be gentle. Don't come back and bark back and say, listen, I'll tell you what, let's just, let's just end this. Let's uh, uh, agree that we're going to disagree sake, yeah. for peace sake. But what happens is nobody wants to back down when nobody wants to yeah. back down. It still falls under the category of pride. Yeah. And so let me say this. Let me tell you one thing. Yeah, this is the one thing trait. for single, single people and married people. Like, let me tell you one thing for those that are single that want to get married for those that are married that need help let me tell you this one phrase that you need to remember humility will save your marriage wow humility, humility saves will marriage. save your marriage that means oh. when you want to get puffed up when you want to get riled up yeah. when you want to get angry when you just calm your little self down and say listen i'm gonna humble myself and i'm just gonna get quiet and I'm remove just gonna, the shame yeah. too babe because mm -hmm. a lot of time people yeah. have a hard time communicating uh because of shame and embarrassment so Absolutely. it might be a sensitive and thing like whatever's going on especially, especially a lot of times men, men oh, don't want to we don't want to say certain things especially when it comes from an emotional place yeah. we don't want to say some things we don't want to look a particular way because it's like we, make we're taught to weak. be a certain way yeah, yeah. so i don't want to show my my vulnerability and let you know that this is affecting me or really hurts my feelings see as a man if i say that that hurts my feelings it don't it can make a man feel like we don't say things like that it hurts yeah. my feelings but the truth is you have men who are emotional too you got yeah. men who are very sensitive and very let me say sensitive this. and people true. don't realize men are sensitive as well and when i say sensitive i don't mean that in the sen uh, sense like a uh, you go girl sense yeah, but what i'm saying is like way, yeah. yeah i'm saying it from the sense of that men are sensitive let me tell you why most men have an ego problem Ooh. 
Most men, let me tell you something. Most men, they want to be treated, they want to be respected a certain way. They want their women to treat them a certain way. In public, in the public eye, they want to be seen as the king of their household. They want their wives to treat them a certain way so it can appear a certain way to people. It's because we're sensitive. And sometimes if it looks like we're not getting the respect that we should get as a man, oh, we're sensitive. It just, our sensitivity comes out more in an angry or a controlling kind of way. And a prideful thing. In a defensive way, too. Yes, defensive way oh yeah i like how you said the defensive she Very said that defensive. like yeah in a defensive way defensive. and then she comes and looks defense. at me yeah come on defense. but it, it's the truth and so i think even with this question there are so many layers because the dynamics are different the question says how do you handle the stress of being stuck in the house with your spouse and children i believe the dynamics are different because if this is a younger person let's say 24 25 as opposed to somebody 55 or 65 the older group tends to want to be stuck in the house they want to be in the house to be able to relax and watch TV and not really go anywhere. Yeah. The younger one loves to be out. So yeah. being cooped up, it's like it's, it's, it's harder to be stuck in an environment. But I, I would go off to say, have you asked yourself the question, how much do I like my spouse? Listen, you can say you love your spouse all you want, but you got to be able to like your spouse. Yeah. When you see some of the things that the world doesn't get to see about your spouse, you get to smell their bad breath. You get to smell yeah. when they when they when they let out gas. You get to see them when they're brushing their teeth, when their hair is not done. Yeah. You get to see them when they're not all oh, so nakedness. Yes. You get to see everything. But and I so, always say, you know, honey, with with relationship, you know, we got to get to this place where, you know, like you, know, you look back in the days, even with when Adam and Eve, how, you know, they were naked and on the shame and it was sin that caused them, you yeah. know, to cover up. And so we got to. Wow, that's a powerful thing that just hit my spirit. Why are you covering up? Is there sin present? You know what I'm saying? Because we're supposed to be able to be naked in front of each other. It should be We should be able to be vulnerable in front of each other. That's what love does, you know? Because we still not even get to our scripture of the day, which was 1 Corinthians 13, which is going to hit on love, but we're going to yeah. hit on this scripture all week. But that's what love's supposed to be, honey. We're supposed to be able to be vulnerable to each other. I'm not supposed to be sneaking in the bathroom. I mean, from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, from my body to my looks to my insecurity, my fears. I mean, marriage, we got to get back to that place where that's supposed to be. We're supposed to be vulnerable to each other. We're supposed to know that you're going to, you know, cover me and be okay with my flaws like and whatever because once we get honest communication open up we can heal and we can move on you know what i'm saying i, I we gotta get to the place in marriages where we're just 100 honest with each other i don't care how ugly it look you know what i'm saying so if you're if you're struggling or if you 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 know say for instance you're struggling with porn or or anything you know what i'm saying or anger or rage or something like to be okay to be honest like a lot of times think about this right y'all here's a here's a good question if our spouse um had a dream how many y'all could even handle your spouse coming to you and tell you you know what man i just woke up from a dream and i was intimate with another woman in my dream y'all get mad y'all get defensive y'all want to just get on say you must be thinking about her and it could be somebody as a matter of fact what if it's somebody y'all know together can they be vulnerable enough to tell you that's what really happened knowing that it was enough an intentional but the enemy sometimes infiltrate our dream world and cause a lot of mess in our marriages and our relationship uh, but can we be open and honest enough to hear and pray for each other and bind up the devil instead of um you know being defensive about it and just 
coming from all different from the worldly perspective man we got to be naked and unashamed with our spouse we supposed to be able to talk about every and anything and me and my husband we talk about everything i mean if, if whether it's dream whether it's good or bad we talk about it because then now i know what to target in prayer because sometimes god reveals to redeem and sometimes you see the enemy at work so we close the door to the enemy before we allow him to creep in and mess up our marriage so guys y'all need open communication you got to have that conversation with each other you got to be able to be vulnerable each other and stop holding back because there's so much hurt that have been piled up over the years and now trying to fix it it's really a hard thing but god with god all things are possible it can be fixed you just got to be willing to, to to deny yourself and kill your pride and humble yourself and let's have an open conversation with no shame guess what people aren't talking about this but a lot of people are going through exactly what you're going through they just being secretive about it they putting up a front and you believing like everything is all perfect with them and like they're going through no struggle it's a lie everybody go through different struggles in their relationship but the truth is people won't be honest enough to see like hey we're human too i don't care what leadership position you are who you are we all go through stuff and so we need to make sure that that line of communication is open and free that you have somebody that you can confide with and tell the naked honest truth somebody that can hold you accountable somebody that can pray with you so even while you're stuck with home with your husband i'm praying that especially for those that know christ you know i put i put a higher demand on people that know christ because we know Absolutely. the way we can go back to the word and we need to stay, walk in humility and try to make this thing work and then i just want to hit real quick for the for those that are in the home that like you're in a process of even going through a divorce or things aren't going right and you do have to depart like how do you maintain even that you know but you know you got to do what you got to do is um it's that season of um you know the the either you getting close to god you got to use wisdom you got godly wisdom sometimes you may just have to you know try to avoid but everything try to do it in peace and trying to do it in love until that season of time of you know separation so i know we're hitting on different angles i know there's a the couple that supposed to be together but they just having their issues and they haven't dealt communication i know we have couples um that it's over with but we're kind of stuck together we're just trying to go through the process and that's difficult and 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 and, and i'm gonna keep telling y'all stay prayed up stay fast and when you're dealing with somebody that's volatile somebody it, it takes two to tangle so you got to make sure at least you're in a good place because i always tell people i don't you know bible tells us again we don't wrestle with flesh and blood so all this mouth conversation going arguing back and forth it's gonna do nothing but bring you stress anxiety and frustration and bring a make things explode even more but when you're in the spirit when you're in a place of prayer uh you can deal with it better you're in a better position because now you can hear from god and you're walking in the fruit of the spirit you're having self-control so you're not easily responding with rage and anger you know what i'm saying babe so we gotta even remember the fruit of the spirit that we gotta walk in and walk in you Absolutely. know the love of god and just making sure that our heart is right and so we want to read real quick um first corinthians 13 if y'all have y'all bible and y'all want to turn there to first corinthians 13 i'm trying to pull it up real quick And this is the love scriptures. This is the love scriptures. This is important to hear. It's the love scripture. I, I love this scripture. I, I I mean, this is this is just one of my favorite favorite scriptures. And, and while you're doing it, I want to say this. I think many times when it comes to the marriages and and our perspective on it and the way we believe things should be, we don't have. We, we're not looking at biblical 
and looking at it biblically many times and we're typically and i mentioned this earlier we look many times at marriages in the way we perceive that it should be we take our cues from the media we take our cues from what's what's on tv from what's popular and we're not taking our cues from the scriptures and so when you take your cues from what you see with your natural eyes on tv and you don't even see everything behind the scenes yeah we're taking the wrong cue and we should be taking everything from a biblical perspective yeah we, we definitely should be taking it from the word of God. I really feel like everything we do in life, we got to line it back. We got to go to the foundation. We got to go back to the word of God. We really got to help people, y'all. We got to overcome. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And for those that are hurting out there, those that are going through, and this has been a rough quarantine time with you. I mean, you know, I, I, I encourage you to even start journaling, you know, even for right now, if you can't have that conversation, start journaling, um, just trying to identify and looking back on where things started, you know, trying to identify where did things go south with you guys? Was it all from day one? But begin to journal and begin to pray over it and ask God uh, to bring peace in your home so you can have that conversation with your spouse so that something can be mended between the two of y'all and that out of this, even this, you can have a testimony of the faithfulness of God in your marriages and in your home. So keep sending those questions. Keep sending them forward. We want to help you in, in any way we can. We believe in marriages. We believe marriages can work. We believe in the power of God. Um, but we also know that at times we've made wrong choices and wrong decisions. So we're going to read um, 1 Corinthians 13, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified Version and I just want to start with verse four because we already know this. This is the love scripture, and it talks about you know what does it profit us to do all these things and have not love in our heart. So um, love um, in verse four it says love endure with patience and sincerity. Love is kind and thoughtful. So a lot of us who have misinterpreted what love is, and because somebody. Um, I don't know, babe, where they buy you roses or how do we, a lot of times, especially single people before we get married, what we think love is. Love is not this verbal abuse. And I mean, yeah. we go back again, man, pay attention to the signs, y'all. Pay attention. This is what love is saying love is. When you encounter somebody that keeps talking about, you know, I love you because we just loosely throw that word around. You know, I love you, girl. You know, I love you. I do anything for you and all that stuff. Love is not abusive. Love don't, love don't slap you upside the face love don't talk down to you love don't belittle you love don't treat you incorrectly you know what i'm saying love builds you up yeah. love encourage yeah. you love tell hurt. you yeah it shouldn't hurt man so that's if you're experiencing that you're not experiencing love so don't believe the lie of the enemy that is not love at all so it says love is kind and thoughtful it is not jealous my god jealous jealous yeah i got them jealous boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and spouse just jealous of everything my husband leave out this house i trust him you know i'm saying he stays in communication with me but i trust him he's never given me any reason to doubt him so love is not jealous if my husband have to talk to another female as far as counseling or reaching out to someone i'm not jealous at all because you know what i'm never in the dark i know let me say this while you're saying that is that anything i'm always communicating and i always let you know and 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 i'm gonna let you finish that scripture but this is the important thing is that if we're not around, my wife knows whenever she calls my phone, I'm going to pick up. And so sometimes we don't look at some obvious signs as when uh, sometimes you're looking for a spouse or someone's reaching out and their phone just keeps going in a voicemail. That's a, a, a different topic, yeah. but you can always reach me. And I want you to read that and then I'm going to share something after that. Wow. Yeah, I can always reach him. 
Um, so, and it says love is, um, is not jealous or envious because you can have a spouse or somebody you're dealing with that's envious of you. Love does not brag and it is not proud or arrogant. Mm. My God, love does not brag. It is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not wow. self-seeking. Mm. It is not provoked, meaning nor overly sensitive or easily wow. angered. Wow. Overly sensitive or easily angered, y'all. Y'all got to get this word of God in your spirit so you know yeah, yeah. that you, if you keep telling your spouse, your husband, or your wife, you love them and you're overly sensitive and easily anger, you got to deal with an issue of the heart. You got to get the love of Jesus Christ on the inside of you. We got we all got to work on this. I pray that this is touching you right where you are right now. Every man and every woman that's in any kind of relationship, if you are overly sensitive and easily angered, that is not love. You have to work on that. It does not take into account a wrong endure. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. When right and truth prevail, love bears all things regardless of what comes. Believe all things, looking for the best in each other. I'm looking for the best in you, babe. Hopes all things remain in steadfast during difficult times. Yes, yes. Mm. It's a difficult time we're going through right now. Yes, it is. Love remains steadfast, you know. When you, your spouse may lose that job or uh, something may just, but love remains steadfast during difficult times. We pray each other through. We encourage each other through. We're each other greatest supporters. Hallelujah. So it does not rejoices. It bears all things regardless of what comes. It looks for the best in each other, hopes all things, remain steadfast during difficult time, endure all things without weakening, without weakening. Mm. Our love's supposed to get stronger, y'all. It's not supposed to be weakened. Love never fails, and it never fades nor ends. But it says, but as for prophecy, they will pass away. As for your wonderful tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. So all these things will pass away, but we know love. For the greatest of these, at the end it says, for the greatest of these three choices, the greatest of these is love. And so we're praying today that you will find the love of Jesus Christ in your heart to work through these difficult times that we are facing, prophet. So I want to, as we get ready to conclude uh, the program for the day, this is going to be the topic all week long. So we're going to yeah, be talking guys. about love. We're going to be talking about relationships. Sending y'all questions. We're we, going to be talking about the pain. And we couldn't get to everything today, yeah. but we're going to hit it the, this whole week. So keep them coming. And, and not even just this week. This is like a yeah, mandate for a us. Month. So yeah. this is going to be maybe like uh, uh, each month we're going to yeah. do something like this. But it's important because many people are out there right now. They're going through a lot of pain. And yeah. so even as we get ready to close... And we're wrapping this show up. I want you to know that if you're in a painful place, that the Lord is still saying that I'm going to bring you out the pain. Some of you are hurting. Some of you have experienced uh, infidelity in your relationships. Some of you are still carrying the pain. 
and some some of you all are still carrying the unforgiveness yeah. some of you all are blaming yourself because i don't do this Jesus. enough because maybe i don't have sex with my husband enough yeah. let, let me tell you something a, a spouse cheating has nothing to do with how many times you're sleeping with that spouse let me tell you something i want to encourage you today to just be encouraged to know that the lord loves you the lord loves you he won't put more on you than you can bear and so i'm praying in spite of the pain that you find peace and that god delivers you and i want you to be encouraged and know that you're not alone i want you to be encouraged and know that there are many people everywhere going through something but god allows some things for us to go through but yes. when we go through it now you can help somebody else if you are under the sound of my voice and you've been one of them people who have been cheated on you've been hurt you've been broken you've been abused you've been battered let me say this if you make it through it and it's wrong that it takes place yes. but listen to this you can help someone else yes you yes. can understand yes. the woman who's been beat you can understand the man that's been beat you can understand the woman who still stays in a relationship because she says i don't know where i'm going to go yeah i have nowhere to go yeah. or the husband that might say i don't know what i'm going to do i just want to be your father because i didn't have a father around so i'm enduring this process while she's cheating because i don't want to be an absent father there's many dynamics to it so there's not one one answer for for every situation but i'll say this if you are experiencing that pain listen god is with you he's with you and i want you to begin to pray and so as we get ready to close out and pray i'm going to pray for all of those who are experiencing pain right now those who are feeling the pain in their hearts the sorrow the agony and some of you have been betrayed by yeah. best friends who's sleeping with your spouse yeah and now you've lost your spouse and you've lost a friend yeah and now you're in a painful faith place and now you feel like i have to save face and i can't let no one know what's going on yeah and all i'm doing is experiencing the pain and my mother don't know my father don't know my sisters don't know my children don't know what's going on with their, with their own parent yeah and you're carrying the pain yeah that pain but the lord's real. saying he'll take the pain away yes he will he says he'll take the pain away yes he will so this morning this morning we're going to pray at 9 50 8 50 that the lord begins to take the pain away yes. so father god in the name of in jesus name christ of jesus father you know all that we go through your word says you'll put no more in us than we can bear but truth told sometimes we feel like we can't bear what we are going through even right now yes lord. so father in the midst of the sorrow in the midst of the confusion in the midst of the chaos in the midst of the pain in the midst of what's going on in the spousal relationships in the midst of the infidelity father i pray that in the midst of the pain that you come and saturate the heart that's hurting yes, that you lord. come inside that you touch that you let that one know that it's not your fault yes, it's lord. not your fault it may be a painful place but father yes lord my prayer is that you'll take the pain away yes lord take it that away. you take the pain away that you take the scars away yeah, father some people are still dealing with pain and scars even some have innocent spouses but because of their past and they've never received wholeness or healing yes, they lord. are perceiving and seeing their their current spouse as the same way they saw their ex-lovers yes, but lord. father god i pray that they begin to see with clarity that yes, they begin lord. to not misinterpret things that father that forgiveness begins to find their heart yes, and if that's lord. you and you've been holding things in your heart i want you to pray this prayer and say, 
say, Father God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, forgive me, forgive me for not forgiving, for not forgiving, forgive me for holding grudges, forgive me for, forgive me for still thinking about the past, forgive me for still thinking about the past, and not letting go of things, and not letting go things on yesterday, 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 last month, last month, three months ago, three months ago, ten years ago, ten years ago, forgive me, forgive me. I want to let it go. I want to let it go. This unforgiveness, this unforgiveness, is a callus over my heart. It's a callus over my heart, and it needs to break. And it needs to break. Forgive me, Jesus. Forgive me, Jesus. And for those who were the ones who have been the ones who were the one that was the guilty party, yes, not the victim, the ones who have done the wrong, the one who has been the cheater, yes, and you want to make things right with your spouse, but they can't seem to forgive forgive yes. you or let it go i want you to pray this prayer and i want you to let it go yeah i want you to pray Hallelujah. this prayer and say father god father god in the name of jesus in the name of jesus you know what i did you know what i did i can't take it back i can't take it i back. know it was wrong i know it was wrong and it hurt me and it hurt me forgive me jesus forgive me jesus i don't want to carry the shame i don't want to carry i don't want to carry the memory i don't want to carry the of what memory i did to you of what i did to you and i don't want to carry the memory and i don't want to carry of the what i did to my spouse of what i did to my, to spouse, my children to my children i forgive myself I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I can start brand new. I can start brand new. I can start new today. 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 Remove my shame. Remove my shame. Remove my pain. Remove my pain. Make me brand new. Make me brand new. Today. Today. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Forever. Forever. Today. Today. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Forever. Forever. I'm not holding on anymore. I'm not holding on anymore. Today is my new day. Today is my new day. Today is my brighter day. Today is my brighter day. Today is my brand new day. Today is my brand new day. Father, your word says. Father, your word says. You are faithful and just. You are faithful and just. To forgive all those. To forgive all those who confess their sins. Who confess their sins. Your word also says. Your word also says. Your mercy. Your mercy is new. Is new every morning. Every morning. And Father, and Father, I believe that. I believe that. I trust that. I trust that. I know it. I know that. I feel different right now. I feel different right now. I love you. I love you. Thank Hallelujah. you for receiving me. Thank you for receiving me. Hallelujah. I honor you. I honor you, Jesus. And I bless you. I bless you, Jesus. I commit my life to I you. I commit my life to you, God. And today, and today marks, marks a brighter day. A brighter day. Listen, Hallelujah! If you prayed that prayer, Hallelujah! Trust and know yes, that God yeah. heard you today. Yes, that God heard your prayer today. God heard your prayer. God is going to restore the very foundations, the very foundations of our marriages, the very foundations. A lot of us, we just weren't taught right. We didn't have good example in our families. And so we're believing God that he is going to heal us. He's going to restore us. And we're going to break the generational cycles that even our children will have a new look, a new perspective on relationship and on marriages uh, that they won't have to repeat the cycles that we have made. But a lot of times as we see over this talk show today, we realize that the foundation was wrong. A lot of us never had good example we did not have good example at all of relationship and so we started out on a bad foundation but we're believing god that it's going to be a brighter day in the world in the universe doesn't matter what country what state what continent you're from what caribbean island wherever you are all over the world god is restoring relationship he's going to heal he's going to mend he's going to send the right person your way just be patient and wait upon the lord but it's time for us to 
break the generational cycle of dysfunction in our families when it comes to relationship and marriages because the truth be told we did not have good example and we weren't taught God's way a lot of us was raised the world way but it's time for the cycle to end and even in this week coming we're going to deal with those that are being bamboozled that are being uh, by guys or different people you're meeting online and social media and different things that are still manipulating you pulling you into different direction i mean we're going to talk about the, the the theme of the marriage bed being undefiled all these different topics we're going to get into it and we're going to see the power of god move on all of our life amen we love you guys so much and we we thank you so much for just tuning in today please please continue to send us your messages i mean your questions um at the email address either on inspiration 360 on the facebook page um you can text us you can uh email us at the ministry email address if you look at our page key to life global ministry this is prophet jared and fiona rogers we are part of the key to life global ministry we're located in clinton maryland and when we're able to meet physically in the building it's going to be a 7431 uh old alexandra ferry road that's in clinton maryland but in the meantime hit us up on facebook yes. twitter instagram you can hit us up at the key to life global ministry or you can hit up me and prophet jay we're simply under fiona rogers and jared rogers on facebook friend requests us hit us up let's become family hit us up with all y'all questions we are one in the body of yes, christ and we love y'all so we in this together yes well listen guess what that concludes the brighter day morning show for the day let me say this it's been a pleasure it's been an honor for us to be here with you guys today and i trust and pray that you guys got something that you could ponder on that you can think about something that was thought provoking so listen we're concluding our day but i want you guys to be encouraged knowing that god is with you that god is with you he's with you i want you to know that he is with you it's been a glorious day it's been a glorious morning if your days have been dark and gloomy then know that today god is thinking of you truly yesterday is gone and passed away but today marks a brand new day with that being said it is a beautiful day in god's neighborhood that makes today a brighter day this is prophet fee prophetess fiona and i just said my wife's name this is prophet jay and prophetess fiona and today <laughs> is a brighter day it's a brighter Listen, day y'all i'm just one half not good playing solo but together we make a dynamic duo like two peas in a pod not twins more like twix, twix. we give you something sweet but something with some substance in the mix that means you have to chew on what you heard and what you learned always christ's perspective and we apply it with the word listen it's our heart's desire to be a voice to provoke and inspire but to cause an awakening in you is our greatest desire this is inspirational360radio.com home of inspiration motivation and transformation listen you guys be blessed it's going to be a great monday yes. it's a quarantine monday but it's going to be a great day a you all day. be blessed and as always we like to say Team Jesus all the all way. way. Make Jesus popular, y'all. Even in your relationship, make him popular. Y'all be blessed. Jesus, we reverence your name. Jesus, Jesus. there's power in your name. Jesus, Jesus. whatever you need. Jesus, my healer, my healer. You are everything. Jesus, I know him to all.
Cause that's not where my blessings are No, they come from the Father's heart Not the sky, not chance, but truly I'm not lucky in love 